to remind older Christians, that's to whom this book is written. These are not baby believers. These are people who have grown and excelled in their walk with God. They've been around the block. And yet, Peter thinks it is important to remind them of stuff they already know. You know, repetition is a very common thing in the Scripture. You find basically the same truths over and over and over and over again in the Scripture, don't you? Jesus repeated himself frequently. And Peter figured, you know, Jesus did it, I'm going to do it. I know you know them already, but I'm going to remind you as long as I have this body, I'm going to keep bringing these things to your remembrance. That's because we have a tendency to forget even the basic truths, the simple truths. And I find that I will read through a book or a portion of Scripture, and I've read it a dozen times. But it refreshes me. It brings to my memory things that I have forgotten. And I'll bet if we went back through your school days, the things that you remember are the things your teacher or your father or mother said over and over and over again, right? I bet right now you can think of certain phrases that your dad said to you growing up. You think, oh, every time we sat down, you know, he'd go through this little thing at the dinner table. And you can repeat it verbatim, but you'll never forget it, right? Because he repeated it. There are certain things I can remember my father said, my teacher said, over and over and over again. I'll never forget them. And Peter knew that there is value in repetition, so he is stirring up the older believers, and he's calling them to grow in the Lord and to stay true to the Word. In chapter 1, he speaks about growth. And in the first several verses, he says there are two parts to your growing in Christ. You want to grow in the Lord? There's two basic elements. There's God's part, all of the resources He's given you, and then there's our part, putting those resources to use. Because He says that Christianity is more than knowing the promises of God, quoting the Scripture, memorizing the Scripture. It's much more than that. It's taking those resources and being able to apply them on a constant, steady, daily basis to watch those principles come off the page and come to life. It has been said, it is not how you mark your Bible, it's how your Bible marks you. And Peter is interested that these believers in Christ have the Word of God alive in them so that it just doesn't become a dead book, but something that is living because they are living out those truths. You know, Peter had grown in his relationship with the Lord. He loved Jesus intensely, but he struggled with his old nature. He struggled with the old man, the old Peter. Now, every one of us can relate to that. Every one of us can relate to Peter denying the Lord, right? Where we're determined to follow Jesus no matter what. But there are those times, those opportunities that God gives us when we shrink back a little bit. And we walk away hanging our head, perhaps even weeping bitterly, as Peter did. Because maybe we denied the Lord. Maybe not flat out denied Him, but we denied the opportunity that was presented to us. And yet we love the Lord. We want to grow. This book tells us how to grow. How to keep following the Lord, even when it's tough. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. First of all, you're a servant. Second of all, 
you have a ministry. And that's the order. First, Peter saw himself as just a person who loved God, serving the Lord. And secondly, he was called into the ministry, sent out as an apostle. And that's something, that's an order we should always remember. If you are serving the Lord, if you aspire to do a work, a ministry, remember that you have a priority list. If you are a man and you are married and you have children and you want to be in the ministry, number one, you are a Christian man. It's you and God. And your relationship with God, your closeness and intimacy with God is first billing, top priority. Secondly, you're a Christian husband. Your second ministry is not to the church, it's not to the kinship group, it's to your wife. She can never be neglected. She can never take second billing to any other ministry. Third of all, you're a Christian father. And fourthly, you're in the ministry, and that's the priority. Now, if you're single, it's a little bit easier.